Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. John and I are so excited to be here with you. I think, uh, John, correct me if I'm wrong, this is our last show of the year, is it not? Or- it is, yeah, for 2021. Okay. We'll be back in the first uh-huh. week of 2022, folks. Uh, right, and so we've got a great number for the show. It's 320, and we've got a great topic for the show, which John and I are tremendously excited. We've decided to do this topic by ourselves. I'm going to pretend like we did this on purpose, like we had, we didn't have a guest lined up that then that then had ran into a health crisis and could be with us. We are going to talk about what we believe, this is our opinion, got to be clear about that, about what we believe is going to be successful for real estate marketing in 2022. Each of us has selected a small set of topics that we each want to talk about. John has his, his list and I've got mine. And we're also going to talk about some far-flung ideas that may not be relevant yet, but we really do believe that they might be relevant at some point. We're not guaranteeing that they're 2022, but we're saying we think you need you need to keep this stuff on your radar. So for those technologists amongst our audience, from those people that just enjoy geekery of all kinds, this is the episode for you. Uh, before we get into it, I, I want to, as always, have my... My brilliant, uh, the founder of the Mailwright Show, the guy that made this all happen. I want him to introduce himself to you so you can get to know him a little bit. Oh, I just love being the Robert, being the co-host. He says <laughs> it's the only time I hear good things said about me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so um, I've survived 2021 with you, audience. That that's a top thing because all the guests are half died on us. <laughs> uh, um, so um, I'm the founder and the co-founder of Mailwright, and we provide great WordPress-based websites for real estate agents and a lot of other great marketing tools all in one package. Back over to you, Robert. And ladies and gentlemen, I am arguably the top uh, real estate SEO specialist in the uh, United States. But also, in addition to that, I'm really one of the only people that focuses on a concept called inbound marketing. And I do it specifically for real estate. It uh, is really based on the law of storytelling and attraction and making information that's so valuable that your audience wants to reach out to you proactively without you really having to mess around with all these forms and things that happen over and over, like, like this push marketing versus pull marketing. So... I don't oftentimes talk about it much because why? Because I'm an inbound marketer. And those of you who are truly interested in what I have to say have probably already come to my website and research, researched me. And I, have, uh, I haven't pulled out very many clients out of this podcast, but the ones that I have pulled out have been absolutely incredible. So um, including one of the top 100 realtors in 20, uh, for 20, yeah, for 2021, one of the top 100 I got off this podcast in there, um, they're going to be... Um, uh, listed in real trends and everywhere else. So I can't wait for that to happen. Uh, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, what we want to talk to you today about is how to get you into the top 100. And what are the, some of the things that we think are going to drive that or could potentially drive that in terms of digital strategies? So um, John is going gonna, is gonna to tee us up because he has a great list that he pre-prepared for the show. For any of you who've caught us on social media, you've already seen it. Go ahead, John. Why don't you go ahead and uh, start to, to go into? Well, actually, you know what? Let's. I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got a good starting point. Yeah, uh, go for it. Go for it. Well, I think I was, I was after I done the list. I was thinking about all the guests, and 
when we come back in the new year, we'll be talking about our most popular guests and the most popular ideas that we covered in 2021. But I think the key thing to understand for success in 2022 is using technology to keep yourself in front of your target audience, but allowing technology to give you the bandwidth where so you can do those personal touches, do that personal video using BombBomb, um, identifying somebody that's got real interest in the next couple of weeks and really being able to focus your personal attention on those prospects that might become real paying clients. And I think using technology so you can keep contact, keep your sphere of influence, keep close to them, but give you also that bandwidth so you can do these personal outreaches. Those that can do that the most effectively are going to be the big winners next year and the year after. What do you think about that, Robert? So for those of you listening to the show, I strongly recommend, uh, I, I couldn't agree more. We have had a rock star of a client. I'm, I've started to call him the Zig Ziglar of real estate for the new millennium. His name is Jimmy Burgess on episode number 314 of the MailRite podcast. He actually gave specifics about how he's utilized this strategy, including, and we did a deep dive, didn't we, John, where we went in and we talked about how He's managing this data where he gets it from. We, we got real specific in that episode, right? Yeah, we so, did. So go review Shameless Plug for the show. But it was a great, it was a great episode. It, it speaks directly to what John's saying. Go into that episode number 314 and definitely write down a step-by-step action plan about how you're going to reach out to your sphere, who your sphere is, who you want to be contacting. And then if you have the ability, use this strategy. It could very well kick off your new year with a 20 or 30% bump in productivity, even though it's a tough market with low inventory, all the things that we know exist because the strategy actually is focused on getting existing homeowners to list their home with you. So inventory is irrelevant to this particular strategy. It is a strategy meant for this exact marketplace, which exactly. is highly relevant to all of you listening to the show. And so, I, and I think the other, the other thing, which I don't know if you're hearing this on other podcasts, but I haven't heard it that much myself. So maybe you can give us some feedback, audience, about if you've heard this somewhere else, is that I think... It's not really spelled out that technology is not there to remove the the personal side of real estate, which is the most important bit. It's the reason why you can still, in 2021, in the next few years, still make a really good living as a real estate agent because that person-to-person relationship is still so important in this industry. And the techno- a lot of people in our area, 
for understandable reasons, don't really spell out that the tech well, some some have a different message, like they want to remove the personal element from the from the whole industry. They just want a person to buy a house or sell a house to them online. And I'm sure there will be a, a small percentage that will want to do that, but I believe that for the foreseeable future, people still want a advisor, a representative, somebody to hold their hand around the purchase or sell of their largest asset that they will hold in the whole of their life. And I don't think there's a there's too much emphasis that the technology will automate all that. What the technology, in my belief, Robert, is about enabling an agent to have the bandwidth to be more personal in their engagement of people that are ready to either sell or buy a home. What do you think of that, Robert? I think... I agree with you somewhat. I think that I'm going to add a little bit of my opinion to this. So what I believe is that, yes, I think the technology is actually changing and that that real, real estate agents who are not keeping up with technology are going to be increasingly closed out of the sales cycle. And what I mean by that is they're not going to get as many leads. They're going to, not going to get as many closes. And what do I mean by that? Like, let's get specific because that's a very high level general statement. Well, Inman Connect this year for the first time ever, there was a huge amount of conversation surrounding um, not technology. So in in all the years when you go to these in, like real estate only conventions, which many of our listeners have, you're hearing about what the newest, latest, greatest marketing thing is and blah, blah, blah. This year, the conversation was dominated by not that, but by the automation of the transaction process. The 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 writing on the wall is clear regardless of how you sell a home, the process after you've sold it, yeah. it needs to be seamless. There no There's no longer an age in which 500 pages of paper should be handed from one person to another, ever. Not in the US, not, not no. And if you don't understand the options available to you to digitize the process from start to finish, whether or not you're using a brokerage's tool such as KW or whether or not you're using an independence tool such as Nile Home, which is a brand new tech startup that is digitizing the real estate transaction process from end to end on the paperwork side. So it's, an, it's, a, it's a middleware tool where an independent agent or brokerage could use it to automate the entire process. Now, why is that important? Why, listeners, why is that important? Because it allows you to compete with the iHomes and, and those people. You know what they what those big, huge digital providers are doing that you should worry about is they're digitizing the entire real estate process. And, and that's what you're competing against. Now, they're still getting market adoption, which means they're buying homes for too much and selling them for too little. So you don't have much to worry about over your individual services because you're still going to get better, better deals for your clients. Where you're losing is in the conversation that relates to convenience. And some people are willing to give up 10 or 15% of the value of their home for convenience. I know it doesn't make sense, but it's true. No, That's what the, right? 
Well, it does make it makes total sense. It makes and I yeah I I, I yeah I, I totally one hundred percent agree with you, Robert. That's rare, isn't it, Robert? Yeah, yeah. So when we're talking about the next year, what what is your next job as a concierge? Like for all of those of you who are white glove experts, top in your class, top. You know what? I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Jade Mills, Joyce Ray, all the 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 people that I love dearly, it, it, the time is coming to a close in which you can ignore technology, even if you're already successful in making millions. The time has come where some of your methodologies are going to have to be questioned. You are at least going to have to look at how to improve the fastness, the speed of your real estate transaction process. And if you've got three assistants to make that happen for you seamlessly, because you're already at the top of your game, at the top of your career, well, the time has come where you should look at technology tools. I hate to say it, but you might need to eliminate some of these human resources that help you make it appear as if you're doing a really fast, really seamless transaction because you've got three people involved in the process, which by the way, is what Joyce Ray has. So if most real estate agents can't afford that, you're going to be looking at small, like fast, nimble agents like Josh Flagg here in LA who are really embracing technology. And they're going to have a faster end-to-end transaction process than you will. And believe it or not, that is going to start to impact your ability to make commission. So please don't ignore this. I really am talking about a sales tool for 2022. If anybody hasn't done it already, I suggest that you look at Nile Home. Full transparency, I'm doing some consulting with them on their platform. But it is... um, maybe, Maybe we can have them on the podcast next year. We should, actually. I think you'd. Yeah. I think you'd enjoy both of them. It's yeah. Colin and Tim that are the co-founders. I think you'd enjoy them. Yeah, definitely. So, to touch one of the key things before we go for our break, because we've got another four five minutes. I think on my list that I sent to you, Robert. I think what is obvious is that video, um, which has grown over the past eighteen months, because because of various factors. One of them has been the pandemic, COVID-19. But it was also there anyway. I just think it's accelerated. And I just see video dominating effective digital marketing more and more and more. What do you think? I think that it can't be questioned. 82% of search is technically search and video platforms these days. 82%. So ladies, again, for those of you listening, these numbers are are inalienable, unarguable. But the one thing about that that kind of shades that statistics, because statistics are, are funky and can kind of be used by anybody in any way that they want, if you know what you're doing. But it's that Pinterest is a video platform. LinkedIn is a video platform. Instagram is a video platform. Facebook is a video platform. YouTube is a video platform. But the content that's being consumed on all of these platforms is mostly video in terms of time. That's how they're looking at it. And the searches that relate, who clicks on what, 82% is a video search, a video result. I believe that that statistic is correct. So 82% of people, when they do a search and they see a piece of video content, that's what they're clicking on. I'm not saying it's universal. I don't know that it is. But if you're looking for the thing in 2022, it's still video now. The one thing that that John and I haven't really talked about is, okay, where? I say Facebook groups, YouTube, and uh, TikTok. 
and Instagram would be my big four. Um, mm. TikTok is still not, there aren't a ton of people, but it's one of those things that's so bleeding edge. I don't have a specific strategy to be successful. We, John and I have talked to a TikTok talk expert. What was it about six, six months ago? Right? It was. Time has gone. I can't even, I can see him. And it was an interesting conversation. I, unfortunately, I can't remember his name, but I think he will be one of the guests that we'll be talking about in our first show of 2022. I'd be surprised if he won't be. Perfect. So, so there's, there's no doubt that that platform in my eyes. What do you think, John? Um, I think. Well, it's going to be linked to what I want to say about Instagram because I made, I've, well, we're going to rectify that mistake, but Mel Riot and my co-founder um, of Mel Riot, um, it's something that we're going to change in 2022. But um, So I want to leave that till part two. And we need to go to that, Robert. Certainly. Ladies and gentlemen, um, it's the end of the show. It's the end of the year. Uh, John and I have both worked worked hard. I've shown up. He's done everything. Well, it's not the end of the show. It's the end of part one. I know, I know. So please do us a favor. Wherever you're watching this, whether it be YouTube or uh, you're listening to us on a podcast channel, station, whatever it is, please give us a thumbs up or a like or a comment on that channel, on that stream. Um, it, a lot of you are going to be listening to this on vacation, and you have the time. I'm looking at you. I'm, I, I've, I can see you through the little microphones that you've got stuck into your ears, okay? Do us a favor. Leave the comment someplace so that, you know, if you have some ideas, some questions for John and I, would you like us to cover something in, in 2022? Please, we're wide open. We'll, we'll try to find some guests that will suit whatever your comment is if, as long as it, it fits the podcast uh, brand. Um, all right, that's it. We'll talk to you after the break. We're really looking forward to it. We'll talk a lot more about what's going to be relevant in 2022 for marketing. Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRite. It is a powerful but easy to use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no question asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. Welcome back to episode number 320. John and I are talking about what we feel are going to be the real estate marketing trends of 2022. So far, we've covered uh, transaction automation. We've covered uh, video. You covered something else, I think, in the very beginning. Am I right? Uh, yeah, well, using technologies to give you that bandwidth so you can provide that real personal engagement. Okay. So we also, John has a, had prepared a, a deep list. So John, why don't you uh, hit us with, with the next thing on the list? Well, I think the next thing, and I'm going to be totally honest with you, you know about this. We discussed it last week a little bit, but I'm going to be totally frank with the audience. Mel Wright has been an ongoing um, platform that I've built out over the past few years. And we... We were getting some success, and it was one, one of my main marketing um, pillars, messages of the MailRite platform that we used the power of Facebook advertising in. Not totally, but it was our main 
what Mel Riot was built around. Um, because of what happened to Facebook, especially around how Apple and iOS 14 and 15 um, has made Facebook tracking as a platform a lot more difficult, plus the market conditions where basically literally anybody in many parts of the US, they could literally just select an agent, put their house on the market and get multiple offers. The um, So those possible um, sellers, they weren't going to respond to a Facebook advert to get a informational um, lead magnet because why should they bother? They could literally just choose an agent and sell their house. So it was very difficult market conditions for Facebook um, and for Mailrite because it was the key pillar of Mailrite. So we have had to relook. Um, and we're looking at our strategy with some existing clients of ours, and we've been testing some new ideas, and we're getting ourselves prepared for 2022. Um, but on the other hand, we're not totally giving up on Facebook, um, because but you've got to understand what things will work, and we we've had to re-look at our analytics and at the campaigns that we've been running for clients and what worked and what didn't. And what seems to still work to some extent is if you use Facebook lead ads. And what that is, is basically that takes out away what Apple is doing through iOS 14 and 15, is that you're keeping the prospect inside of Facebook. So basically, you we're using a lot more, we're using exclusively video adverts now to get the engagement. And when the person responds to get a lead magnet that's linked to the video advert, and I'm not going to go in, but we're also targeting a very different audience through our adverts than we were. Um, but we keep them inside of Facebook. Basically, when Facebook has a, a form, you fill it in and it pre-fills it with the email and the contact details that you utilised when you set up your Facebook account. And that is fundamentally what Facebook lead ads are. And it basically, after you click, to, it will send you the lead magnet automatically. And then we link it to the MailRite system. That data is then moved into the CRM that we provide. Um, and we found it a much more effective in the testing that we've been doing we found that a much more effective setup than what we were utilising um, last year, where at the beginning we were still getting results, but as 2021 
progress. We our traditional um, Facebook ad that took somebody to a landing page was getting less and less effective. And I just don't think it was affecting Mailwright. I think it was affecting all the major lead generating platforms from bold leads to real geek, anybody that was using Facebook. What we were hearing was that they were getting less and less effective. The other thing around Facebook is retargeting is still effective and the cost of retargeting to your existing Facebook audience is still, in in our opinion, effective. And thirdly, using custom audiences in Facebook, but that really relies on having a really strong email list that you've kept, you've pruned, you've kept relevant, that gets reasonable engagement and importing that into Facebook and using that as part of a Facebook lead ad campaign. So that, hopefully I haven't, I've thrown in a lot of of meat into that, Robert. Hopefully I haven't lost the audience. It's always a balance that I'm getting too specific and not, on the other hand, if we're too vague, it doesn't offer any real insight. How have I done, Robert? You've done good. Here's what I hear. Here's what I hear. Heard you say personally. I'll summarize it. Video type of video advertising on Facebook is still yielding results. Traditional Facebook advertising because of targeting issues that relate to the platform and their lawsuits and their ongoing battles with big tech companies has gotten a little bit more problematic and affected lead generation. Um, the one thing that I agree with you for, for for a very small handful of of those we're really blessed because our audience falls into two categories. Our audience for this show that I've that I've gotten feedback from falls into either brand new agents or number two, really, really, really seasoned veterans and COOs <laughs> and things like that. And those people are staying on the hook for little tidbits of information like this. So let me add my one take to the last bit of what John said, which was retargeting. I don't talk about this much. I don't use it much. I have used it for inbound REM. It's been wildly successful. It yields a lot of traffic at a very low cost. Uh, The reason I haven't really leveraged it is I am maxed out on how many new clients I can take. So I don't have incentive to grow my audience past a certain point. However, for clients who are are better structured to scale than I am in my business, they, uh, an omni approach where let's just say, using John's like analogy, we have 5,000 good email addresses, which you could then load up into a retargeting program. Every time those people are on Facebook, they're going to see your particular advertisement on the side of the screen. In terms of brand awareness, this gives the average real estate agent and broker the ability to be a McDonald's or Coca-Cola. That's how I explain it. Everywhere somebody goes, because you could also do retargeting on Google. So think about where people spend their time in terms of being online. Um, it's like, it's mostly Google and and uh, Facebook. And here's the weird thing about Google. They have a, an advertising campaign, a partnership program called AdSense. AdSense has licensing with almost every website that exists, like 80% of them. So even though you may not be on a, like Google, your ad would be on like, let's say Revlon. Okay. So everywhere somebody goes, 
that they're looking, shopping for stuff, they're going to see your little advertisement doing retargeting. It's what I call an omni-branding approach. And Facebook would very much be part of that. So when John's talking about retargeting, I, I say that I couldn't agree more. If you have a few hundred, like when you've reached a certain point in your career where a few hundred to $500 does not matter, but if you could get in front of 80% of your best customers each and every single day for $500 a month, would you not do it? I would, no doubt about it. If I was big enough and I had a brand, oh, of course I would, because every single person that's listening to this show that's a real estate agent already knows that 80% of their results comes from 50 to 100% of their past clients. Every single one of you knows that. So would you want to stay in front of them in every way, shape, form, and possible? Of course you would. You're emailing them interesting information. You're also making sure that your banner, your, your brand is in front of them. They don't have to click on it. It's not intrusive. It's just reminding them that you're there. So I love retargeting for businesses of a certain size. I love it. Agents of a certain, like in a certain place in their career. Um, I love it. So did that, so I, I feel like I understood what you said. How about oh, you? Right. Yeah, because I, I was throwing a lot of um, Facebook terms there, but we've had to, and the kind of, um, we're coming near to the end of the podcast when it comes, hopefully we can have bonus content, Robert, because I want to tell the audience about what kind of videos, we've changed our video strategy, we've been testing it and we've got some good results, so we're going to be pushing it more public at the beginning of next year. And also where my, I would say my biggest blind spot has been, which has been around Instagram. Um, and we plan to change that in 2022. So if we can wrap up the podcast part of the show, Robert, and then we can go on to a bit of bonus content. Absolutely. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to the, to the primary show. All of you should be listening to this, most of you. Some, a very small handful of you will, will have tuned into our YouTube channel to start with. YouTube channel, for those of you who'd like to consume our content that way, um, is uh, mail right forward slash, or sorry, youtube.com forward slash mail hyphen right YouTube. I do occasionally republish some of the, the content on Inbound REM. For those of you who are my followers, of which there are many that listen to the podcast at this point, you know that you can find them on the podcast tab of Inbound REM. My team is actually caught up uh, a lot. I'm only a few episodes behind at this point. So um, wherever you're watching the show, though, do us a favor. Leave a comment. If you see it on my website and decide to watch it there, leave a comment on my website. If you see it on YouTube and you decide to watch it there, please leave a comment on the website. Either John will answer the questions on the YouTube channel. I'll answer the questions on my website. Um, but we really appreciate the feedback and the input, wouldn't we, wouldn't we John? I certainly do, because it's really important to encourage that kind of feedback. And if you've got anybody that you want us to interview or any subject you want to cover, just email me or email Robert and we're definitely, if we, we will probably definitely cover that subject if we get feedback from the audience. Yeah. And before and before we go, I just want to wish you, Robert, a great Christmas, New Year. It's been a great, you've been a great co-host. It's been a, you've been a blessing coming into my life 
Um, I've got closer to you. You're you're a strange dude, but I've got to know your crazy ways a bit. Uh, um, but I think we've really built a great podcast together and we've really covered some really great subjects. And I think we've helped the industry to some, and helped, obviously helped ourselves, but um, we're, I think we're both reasonably giving the individuals. We understand we've got to give value to receive value. Um, but I just want to say thank you for being my co-host in 2021. And um, I just want to wish you, like to say, wish you a great Christmas and New Year, Robert. Thank you. And John, uh, it's been it's been an honor and a privilege. You make this thing. I I know people think I'm I'm being tongue in cheek, but you do make this thing run, and it's the perfect partnership for me. And I know I'm a strange dude, and uh, believe Why? me, I've heard, I, 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 I've, I've heard that so so many times. And for those of you listening, I really am. I really am. But uh, I do my best to provide some kind of value to the relationships that I maintain. And uh, you've provided a lot of value for me. You've given me a platform to share a lot of thoughts and ideas that I have about the real estate industry. And uh, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be on a podcast if it wasn't for you. Don't think that if I ever leave John or John leaves me or kicks my ass out the door, I probably won't find the time or the energy to, to think that this is relevant. But as long as John's doing all the heavy lifting, I get a chance to come out and just show up and express my thoughts and opinions about things that are important to me. It's just, this, this is just a kind of a different, um, a different thing. And thank you so much. Just anyway, thank you, John. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. And thank you so much for continuing to do all the lifting that you do to make this thing happen and putting up with Yeah, me it's been a difficult because I, also, audience, I won't go into graphic detail, but I've been seriously ill during the year. year. Um, uh, God's blessed me and I've um, had a full recovery. That's one of the reasons why I've had to put Mel right on the back burner to some extent, plus market conditions because I've been facing a major health crisis in my life, um, as Robert knows. But um, like I say, God has blessed me. I've had a full recovery. And I'm looking forward to 22-22 and moving Mel Wright forward and providing great value to our audience, Robert. It's beautiful. All right, ladies and gentlemen, when you come back, we're going we're gonna to let John talk a little bit about video targeting and get a go, dive a little bit deeper into the test marketing that he's done for video. This would fall under the idea of Facebook marketing tips for 2022. For those of you who are who are trying to or already have or thinking of leveraging Facebook, I, I have no doubt that John is going to provide us some, some nuggets. I'm going to be here listening as attentively as the rest of you because Facebook is not the platform that I focus my efforts on. I, I certainly could. But but I choose I have chosen a different avenue for, for me and my clients. So which is what makes us such a good team is that I'll talk about YouTube and John usually just sits back and lets me do that. And I will sit back and let him do talk to you about Facebook. Please join us on the YouTube channel. We'll see it. We'll see. Oh, um, John, how would you like people to reach out to you? Just go to the mailwright.com mailwright. Mel Wright website, and that was a mouthful, wouldn't it? Uh, <laughs> I was tipping there a little bit. Um, just go to the mel-wright.com website and book a demo or book a chat with me or Adam, and uh, we'll help you out. Awesome. And uh, guys, girls, men, women, boys, all of those folks that sell real estate, if you'd like to learn a little bit more about how to do that organically, to do that with websites, to do that with YouTube, you would go to inboundrem.com. 
for the small handful of you that think that you want to talk to me directly, maybe hire a full service company to do these services for you. Inbound REM is a boutique company and it's all I ever intended to be. It's going to service a small handful of customers, new clients each month. We take them on very selectively. So if you think you want to talk to me about that, you can find my contact form on my website and reach out to me.